Chapter One of the Radio Planet. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Radio Planet by Ralph Milne Farley. Chapter One. It's too bad that Miles Cabot can't see this, I exclaimed as my eye fell on the following item. Signals from Mars failed to reach Harvard. Cambridge, Massachusetts, Wednesday. The Harvard College radio station has for several weeks been in receipt of fragmentary signals of extraordinarily long wavelength, Professor Hammond announced yesterday. So far as it has been possible to test the direction of the source of these waves, it appears that the direction has a 24-hour cycle, thus indicating that the origin of these waves is some point outside the Earth. The university authorities will express no opinion as to whether or not these messages come from Mars. Miles alone of all the radio engineers of my acquaintance was competent to surmount these difficulties and thus enabled the Cambridge savants to receive with clearness the message from another planet. Twelve months ago he would have been available, for he was then quietly visiting at my farm after five earth years spent on the planet venus where by the aid of radio he had led the cupians to victory over their oppressors a human-brained race of gigantic black ants he had driven the last ant from the face of continental poros and had won and wed the princess lilla who had borne him a son to occupy the throne of cupia while at my farm cabot had rigged up a huge radio set and a matter transmitting apparatus with which he had presumably shot himself back to Poros on the night of the big October storm which had wrecked his installation. I showed the newspaper item to Mrs. Farley and lamented on Cabot's absence. Her response opened up an entirely new line of thought. Said she, Doesn't the very fact that Mr. Cabot isn't here suggest to you that this may be a message not from Mars, but from him? or perhaps from the Princess Lilla, inquiring about him in case he has failed in his attempt at return. That had never occurred to me. How stupid! What had I better do about it, if anything, I asked? Drop Professor Hammond a line? But Mrs. Farley was afraid that I would be taken for a crank. That evening, when I was over in town, the clerk in the drugstore waylaid me to say that there had been a long-distance phone call from me in what I please call a certain Cambridge number. So after waiting an interminable time in the stuffy booth with my hands full of dimes, nickels, and quarters, I finally got my party. Mr. Farley, speaking. This is Professor Kellogg. O.D. Kellogg, the voice replied. It was my friend of the Harvard Math faculty, the man who had analyzed measurements of the streamlined projectile in which Miles Cabot had shot to earth the account of the first part of his adventures on venus some further adventures miles had told me in person during his stay on my farm professor hammond thinks he is getting mars on the air the voice continued yes i replied i judge as much from what i read in this morning's paper but what do you think kellogg's reply gave my sluggish mind the second jolt which it had received that day well, he said, in view of the fact that I am one of the few people among your readers who take your radio stories seriously, I think that Hammond is getting Venus. 
can you run up here and help me try and convince him and so it was that i took the early boat next morning for boston and had lunch with the two professors as a result of her conference a small committee of engineers returned with me to edgartown that evening for the purpose of trying to repair the wrecked radio set which miles cabot had left on my farm they utterly failed to comprehend the matter transmitting apparatus and so after the fallen tower had been re-erected and the rubbish cleared away they had devoted their attention to the restoration of the conversational part of the set to make a long story short we finally restored it and with the aid of some old blueprints of cabots which mrs farley like swiss family robinson's wife produced from somewhere i was the first to try the earphones and was rewarded by a faint bzz bzz like the song of a north woods black fly in conventional radioes i repeated the sounds to the harvard group da dit da dit da da dit da da dit da dit da da dit da da dit da dit da da dit da da dit 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 da dit da dit dit da da dit 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 da 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 dit da dit dit da da dit 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 da 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 dit da dit dit da da dit 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 da 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 a look of incredulity spread over their faces again came the same message and again i repeated it you're spoofing us one of them shouted give me the earphones and he snatched them up from my head adjusting them on his own head he spelled out to us c q c q c q d e c a b o t c a b o t c a b o t seizing the big leaf switch he threw it over the motor generator began to hum grasping the key the harvard engineer ticked off into space cabot 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 d e has this station a call letter he hurriedly asked me yes i answered quickly one x x b one x x b he continued the ticking k interplanetary communication was an established fact at last and not with mars after all these years of scientific speculations but what meant more to me was that i was again in touch with my classmate miles standish cabot the radio man the next day a party of prominent scientists accompanied by a telegrapher and two stenographers arrived at my farm during the weeks that followed there was recorded miles own account of the amazing adventures on the planet venus or poros as its own inhabitants call it which befell him upon his return there after his brief visit to the earth i have edited these notes into the following coherent story End of chapter one